time now for Matt's opening thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? And here we go. I mean, it's really nothing more than a self-absorbed monologue, a chance for Matt to rant about something and pretend he's a serious radio personality instead of a gas bag. Let's face it, he stole this idea from Dennis Miller. Now, I don't want to get off on a rant here. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Yeah, so at one point I was thinking about doing an opening thought about the disaster of that third period, Leafs on Saturday against Vancouver. I mean, (laughs) everyone has bad games. It's just, when you're going up against the worst penalty kill in the league and you get scored on twice by the Canucks, that's the issue. I mean, the Leafs, in, in that, like, 45-second span, they made Elias Pedersen look like both the Sedin twins wrapped in a one. One super Sedin twin. That's how bad the Leafs' power play looked for those 40 seconds against the worst penalty kill in the league. Morgan Riley was terrible, but, hey, he was not alone. Now, thankfully, we all have Tampa to make us feel better. Saturday, or was it Friday or Saturday? Cooper benches Kucherov, Point, and Stamkos for the entire third period of that 5-3 loss to Buffalo. Then on Sunday, not only did they lose 6-0 to Carolina, they didn't have a shot in a net in the second. Soccer goalies deal with more heat than what Freddie Anderson saw in the first 40 minutes. Apologies to Nick. Yes, I'm using an ugly stereotype about soccer, but I'm moving on. Uh, Here's my favorite thing. Freddie Anderson got a shutout, but he didn't get one of the top three stars. Why? Because his job was easy. Tampa was so listless. But instead, I want to focus on the best player in basketball. You see, tonight is all about Nikolai Jokic, and I hope the Raptors win. I hope they win by 50. I hope they embarrass him, just because, well, I'm a Raptors fan, but I don't see that happening. The Raptors play in Denver. Now, the last time we saw Jokic on the court, they beat up on Memphis when the Grizzlies still had Morant in the lineup. Hey, there you go, Leaf fans. It could be worse. Your, your best player could be going through whatever the hell John Morant is going through right now. So, hey, look at this. Blue skies, nothing. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, Jokic on the weekend, another triple-double. He's got 25 of them. Denver beats the Grizz. Denver's 25-0 when he gets a triple-double. There is no player in terms of where they started to where they are now. There is no player from where they started to where they are now, that is more unique or different or wild than Jokic. I'm saying it's the most unique player in the NBA. 2014 draft. Andrew Wiggins went number one. Joel Embiid, his nemesis for the MVP, was drafted third. Jokic went 41st. He's a second-round pick. There's an excellent chance he's going to win three straight MVPs. That same draft... Aaron Gordon was drafted fourth. Aaron Gordon's career is now being kept alive and lifted by Jokic. Jokic is making his job so much easier. And when you look at the MVPs, they all get drafted in the first round. Duncan, LeBron, Derrick Rose. You know, the, the lowest you can go is Giannis at 15. And, you know, he grew like three inches after he got drafted. Harden, Westbrook, Steph Curry. These are all top seven, top eight. Kobe was 13th, but, you know, it was at a high school and people wondered. The man is a magician. You watch his passes and you wonder, how the hell did he do that? Like my feeling is, I don't even want to know. I just want to sit there like a dumb rube and go, oh my God, you see what he just did out there? I don't want to know how the magician does his trick. 
And I just want to enjoy Jokic. He's like Patrick Mahomes, throwing passes at all angles. And you see, we love the long bombs, but I prefer in close, half court, quick, no lookers. And the thing about his passes, they lead to layups and dunks. He's not boosting his assist numbers. You know, the simple pass and a teammate hits a contested shot. All right, let's do a couple statistics real quick. I promise I'll keep it real quick. His field goal percentage is the sixth best in the league. And the only guys ahead of him are like your lumbering centers who take less. Like every guy ahead of him in field goal percentage this year, all of them take less than 10 shots shots a game. And they're mostly dunks. The man's shooting 40% from three. The only players with more assists, with more assists than the Denver Nuggets center is James Harden, Tyrese Halliburton, and Trey Young. So it's all ball-dominant point guards. Those are the only three with more assists than Jokic. Now, he leads the league in true shooting percentage. It's basically just take what you shoot from three, from two, from free throw, throw it in a blender, have yourself a uh, a true shooting percentage margarita. He's leading the league. And the crazy thing is, he takes so many shots that are not around the basket. And it's very simple. The further you are away from the basket, the harder it is to make a shot. Very simple. That's why dunking a ball, it's the easiest thing to do. He's taken 192 non-paint shots. So shots outside of the paint. The next five guys for the best true shooting percentage have 89 total. So Jokic has 100 more of these shots that are more difficult, and yet he still has a better true shooting percentage. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, you, you get it. Oh, by the way, only once this year did he shoot less than 50%. I want you to think about that. I'm going to say that again. Only once this year, and he's played pretty much every game, is Jokic shot less than 50%. That was before Halloween. Then there were some people saying, oh, he's stat padding. Got to tell you, certain people at ESPN, they do not want Jokic to win. Odd. I don't believe in stat padding when you've got the best record, which they do in the West. They're like a game behind Milwaukee. To me, I look at stat padding for players on 500 teams. They're down by 18. Eh, let me get myself a couple more rebounds. Also, it's not like he shoots the ball a lot. There are 55 players in the NBA that shoot more per game than he does. 55. Denver has the league's best efficiency when he's on the court, and they are the worst when he's off. So what's the criticism? What is the criticism? He's never made the finals. That's true. But let's uh, think about it for a second. Last year, Denver lost to the Warriors. They won it. Remember, Golden State won the title? So they got eliminated by the team that won the finals. Now... Go into that elimination game. Do you know who the second leading scorer was for the Denver Nuggets? It was Scrap Heap DeMarcus Cousins. The year before, they lose to a damn good Suns team. That team, that Denver team, no Jamal Murray. But the leading scorer in the elimination game was Will Barton. Go back three years now. They get to the Western Conference Finals. They lose to the Laker team who won it all. That Nuggets team was just so young. They had that great run with Jamal Murray. But I'm sorry, Jokic hasn't had a ton of help around him. Guys are getting injured. And by the way, again, DeMarcus Cousins. I want you to think about this again for a second. DeMarcus Cousins was the second leading scorer when they got eliminated in the playoffs last year against Golden State. 
So for prop bets tonight on FanDuel, I love this. Jokic to record a triple-double is minus 125. Okay, that's a number. Can you put that number in context? I will. Thank you for asking. The next lowest odds of any player on the Raptors or the Nuggets to record a triple-double is Pascal Siakam at plus 3,100 or 31 to 1. So you've got to actually bet 125 bucks just to win 100 for Jokic to get a triple-double. Or you could put down like, uh, you know, two bucks on Siakam and you could win 62. Eh, I'll take the under for points, the over for points, rebounds, and assist combo. So my advice for one night, for one night, let's get out of our minds all things Maple Leafs. You know what? It's time for a sports cleanse. Think of Jokic as a sports amuse-bouche. Something to clean our palate after watching the Leafs unable to clear a zone. If you want to see greatness up close, tonight is that night, and that is my opening thought. I'm finished. <laughs>